Hi, I'm Steve, your host of It's All About Her. It is a show sponsored and inspired by Her Spirit Vodka, the vodka that gives half back to her. I interview women entrepreneurs in different phases of life and business to see what makes them tick and what we might have in common with these successful women. Get ready to be inspired by these great stories. Hello, everyone. In this episode of It's All About Her, you meet Lucy Stang, the founder of My Social Drive. My Social Drive is a one-stop shop for all your social media and content photography needs. Lucy is very interesting, and I had a great time talking with her. Hope you enjoy the conversation. Hello, Lucy. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm enjoying a cocktail, and it's actually her spirit, but they're actually just pouring it for me. There you go. Yeah, because we're not in here. So let's talk about you and your business. Yeah. So you have a business called My Social Drive. Mm -hmm. So how did you come up with that? Ooh, that's a good question. I like that. (laughs) I always like being complimented on my questions. So there you go. Um, So I came up with that. Uh, I wanted the idea of the social side of business and the drive and passion. So I wanted to mix those two. And I think yep. that in business, you need a good angle. And I wanted something that explained my product well. So I felt like that was a good fit. Yeah, I think it is. I, when, I, when I looked, I saw the name. And like I said, I, don't, I, I usually do my research 20 minutes before mm-hmm. you get here. So it's um, fresh in my mind. And with the, all the Alzheimer's that's kicking in <laughs> oh, on <gosh>. me. <laughs> or alcohol or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I can't really remember too long so it's perfect timing but when i saw that name and then i started looking at your um website it fits perfect yeah i mean um so social drive so what exactly do you do so it's basically a monthly subscription for small businesses that um, build their visual content so it's photos that they can use for social media um the reason why i have drive behind it is just kind of like a drive of their passion helping tell story tell their brand right um and the concept is to make it easy um kind of automate basically yeah um yeah do you have um do you have uh well i want to ask you this okay my social drive (laughs) Uh what made you put the my in it um i wanted people to claim their brand i wanted them to claim their passion their purpose their story that's why i put my in it I got you. I wanted them to go to the website and say, this is mine. (laughs) Right. Well, I I like that. And I think that um, a a lot of people um, start businesses sometimes and don't, they have the drive um, in the back office or or in the back room where they're they're working. But when they get out in front of people, they're a little timid about it. Yes. And I mean, do you come across that? Because when I, I circle drive here, because you're, you're looking at my notes. Don't look at my notes. Oh, I won't look uh, at your notes. <laughs> it, it makes me feel like I really you know have what? bad, pen, bad penmanship. <laughs> I'm so, all about like <laughs> eye contact. So when you move your eyes, I'm like... <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to fix I'll that. I'll pretend that. But, um, so when you talk about drive, I think anyone that starts a business obviously has drive. Right. They do. But yep. sometimes it's got to be difficult for you to pull that drive out of them and explain it and also express it. Because you're trying, I mean, obviously you're taking them and taking pictures of them, taking their business, and you're putting it on social media. Right. And you want to put that best image forward of what Mm -hmm. they're doing. Right. So do you sometimes have a hard time getting them to express their drive? You know what? That's a good question. I really love this because I feel like this is where my passion comes in and naturally who I am. Um, I get in front of people while I'm trying to shoot, and you can tell there's such a fear of... 
I'm afraid of people seeing me. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm afraid that it's almost like that. Oh my gosh, I'm on the spot like deer headlights. Right. Uh, how do I represent myself? And this fear kicks in. And that lasts for about five seconds. And then we're just, at, once I get past that, I mean, I'm just laughing and joking and moving around with them. Um, and we're just having fun. I'm really just shooting them when they're not expecting it, trying to get them off guard. Right. Um, because, I mean, it takes a little bit of time, but capturing them in their natural element and capturing those photos, is just that fear they're afraid of. Um, but when you're talking about drive, like helping them, I think that what happens is people look at their business, they start a business, and they have all of these I shoulds. This is how I'm supposed to be professional. This is how I'm supposed to look. This is what social media tells me I'm supposed to be like. This is how many times I'm supposed to be posting. And that's really what I target. Like, I come in and I say, hey, you are good enough, right? Oh, you don't, I don't have to say it, but I really celebrate and pull out. This is your strength. Right. This is where you rock. We don't need to compare. We don't need to look at social media and figure out where you fit in. That doesn't matter. What matters is who you are, what you're doing, what you're good at, and let's focus on that. And then I kind of just help them self-promote in that way. Right. Um, and I think as far as like small businesses and just my clientele that I'm working with, there's that there's so much comparison and I should and this is what I should be looking like and what I should be doing. And I think that's what I've started kind of the passion of why I've done what I've done because people are confused they don't know how to you know I mean for an example like if you're an artist you're an artist you're not right. a, a business owner you're not you don't know what you're supposed to be doing right so you look at this and you say oh I have this beautiful painting but then you look at the industry and you're like oh this is what I'm supposed to be doing and then as soon as you say this is what I'm supposed to be doing you're not in a right path right so I, I I, I, when I was listening to you, I wrote down waiting for perfection. And it right. seems like a lot of business owners, um, especially with social media and social content, they're waiting for the perfect. Right. They want to be perfect. They see everything else that looks right. so perfect. And, um, and uh, I think the perfection is not who we are. I mean, right. we're, all, we're all not perfect. We're all, we right. all have flaws. I mean, um, and don't start commenting on mine because we're here. <laughs> It, it's only a 30-minute podcast. Oh, gosh. Um, but but it, it is. And so I think a lot of people are scared to put things on right. on uh, Instagram, especially Instagram, because it's so visual and right. so many pictures are so beautiful. And I, I get not putting bad pictures out there. But sometimes you have to put your not best self out there because that's who you are. Right. right. And people are missing the point. Like, so... Here's another thing. It's like there's an angle. There's a reason for a post. You don't just put a post out there to say everyone else is doing that. That's kind of the, uh, not a good way to look at it. But right. there's a purpose. You say, I'm a real person. I'm talking to real people. And I'm building a real brand. We're selling product to people. Yep. And I think once you look at it that way, you are communicating in that way. And telling that story and connecting on a personal level. And that's why I said the podcast I wanted to start was the human behind the business name because I really want people to understand that we're actually people. We physically have to get up every day. Right. We have to brush our teeth or some of you may not. Who knows? <laughs> I do once a month whether I need to or not. But um, but like that's the reality that you don't see. 
Right. And I, I, I come in, and I mean, it, I mean, most of my clients say they have a blast shooting with me because I just bring the fun out of it, and I say, don't. If we're not comparing you to everybody out there, right. we are. There's so many people who need you. If you reach one person, it's worth it. So just put a post out there, and I try try to help people be real, be authentic, and celebrate who they are, and really focus on their strengths. We're not going to focus on your photo doesn't look like someone else's because whatever. No, we're focusing on who you are. What you care about, what you care about is most important. Yep. What you believe in, where, what you stand for, what you're doing. Do you like chocolate? Do you like coffee? That's that's when people come to your page. Have you ever been to a page, say website or Facebook, Instagram, anything, and you're looking to connect? You're like, who am I connecting with? Who is this person? Right. And you scroll and scroll and you don't see them, and you you leave. I mean, we really all want a connection. We're all we want. To connect with people. Yeah, I don't spend much time on a on a um, Instagram page that has a lot of pictures of um, things I can't relate to and not right. having people in the picture. Right. I think people in the picture is um, important for me. I don't know if it is for everybody. What is the best? What is the best platform if you're if you can only be on one platform? That's a yeah. Which one would you pick? Um, I would say that there's not one that's best. It depends on what your product is, what your brand is, and what your angle is. Because if you're about building community, then go to a platform that's focused around that. So Facebook's more around community and events and that type of thing. Yep. Instagram is all about building brand and visuals. Like you want to have sure. a product or a brand visual there. So it's about inspiration. Um, and then um, I think like Pinterest is more about ideas and planning. So I think it just depends on what your product is and what success is for you. Personally, not professionally. Okay. What is your favorite? My favorite is Instagram. But that wasn't my question. That wasn't my question. That's my follow-up question. So Instagram's your favorite. So that's the one you'll. I'll find you on. Um, yeah, Instagram's my and, favorite. Yeah. Um, I do Facebook. Interestingly enough, actually. Facebook Messenger has been huge lately. Really? And I, it's funny because I'm like messaging people on Instagram, on Messenger, not even Facebook. Yep. And I'm like, if they only realize that I'm like 300 messages below trying to answer this as I've been communicating to so many people. Sure. Um, but what's interesting is you have access to reach out to anybody at any time. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have and, and what's funny is too I have people who post on there and it's like this is a real conversation you just reach out be authentic and it's real you don't have to have like this automated mindset of what, what are they expecting from me right well do you believe in um, now back to professionally do you believe that you need to post every day on Instagram um, I mean is consistent posting what's more important important consistent posting or posting for a reason I think posting with a purpose is more posting important. Posting with a purpose. I like that better. It's yeah. more important than um, consistently. Because you can post consistently, but you won't get anywhere. And I've seen right. so many people. I mean, likes. They have likes galore. But are you get, Are you making money? Are like clients coming in? Are you right. making traction? That's more important. Sure. I get it. So is your approach um, unique to your industry? You know, that's an interesting question. Um, so I have a good balance, like I have a mixed balance where I try not to do a lot of research in my industry so I can stay authentic and real and creative. Yep. But um, as far as the industry goes, I don't see very many businesses that are doing what I'm doing. Sure. I think because it's such a wide span and you can kind of get lost in it. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think so. Did... Um 
so are you doing the photography? Are you a photographer? So, yes, is that I, what you love to do? I am is a that, photographer. Wh- what's your passion? If you had to just do one thing the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, I would say this, my social drive service. The passion is basically business oriented. So help. So basically what I do is I sit with somebody and I say, who are you? Yep. And who is your client? And I connect them. That's my passion. You love doing that. Yeah. Um, you had a quote on one of your posts, <laughs> and I don't know if it was a blog. Do you see? Did you read it already? No, I didn't. It said, "It's simple. Don't be an asshole." <laughs> so, <laughs> I love this. Thanks for doing your research. Yeah. Well, you know, I had twenty minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, she was twenty minutes late, and I'm I just keep being passive aggressively mentioning no, it. No, no, I bought him too many drinks. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But, um, but what did you mean by that? And is that a um, is that a is that a nice? Um, hook to get someone's attention is that um or or what was that yeah what was that uh that's a yeah um so basically it was april 6th i think yeah <laughs> it's a few days ago so my concept of why i posted that or just kind of ideas i love putting thoughts out there and getting people to communicate another strategy plan yep. on instagram facebook or anywhere you post it's more important to get people talking to each other than it is to get likes Right. So, a little nugget there for you a guys. A little nugget, a little free nugget. Yeah, free nugget. <laughs> She's giving that one away. Um, <laughs> but no, the concept was, um, it, it, it's just, I've been in the business industry for a while, and a lot of times I'll see people be like, okay, here are the rules, here's our contract, here's what we need to do for our employees, here's what the rules, don't, be, don't, don't do this, don't do that, like a list of things, like you have right. to outline that what are, that are kind of obvious. Yeah. Right. And basically, I, um, I listened to a podcast, interestingly enough, and a book on, what is it called? Audible. Yeah. That is called The No Asshole Rule. Really? And, uh, yeah. I actually linked it at the bottom of that. Oh, really? To look at no it. Asshole Rule. <laughs> I like that. So it's a No ha- Asshole Rule book, and it's a Fortune 500 company who, you know, was interviewed and said, how do you, you know, how do you run your business? How do you guys make it up here? And it said, it's simple. You just, it's, we, we follow the no asshole rule book. Um, and basically it is, it's like, what does it mean to be an asshole? And it's interesting. I listened to the podcast a while back and it really hit me. I mean, it's that passive aggressive Minnesotaness is an asshole. I mean, that really, you're physically, you're literally being an asshole when you're not very clear with what you expect what right. you need, yep. da, da, da. and there's it goes into so many layers. But yeah, that was my post. Um, be clear, be upfront. You can't be nice in in past. You know, you can't just kind of more or less say something. Yeah, it's. I noticed a lot of um, horrible managers. Um, they wait until they're so angry and they're so upset with whatever that person is doing that it becomes the only way they can get. They have to get mad enough to express to them what they're upset about where if you take the emotion out of it and you address it right away and just so you know you doing this is not good for me or our company so right. but but uh, unless and i think it comes down to communication i mean right. um they're just not good at communicating to people and they're right. you know so do well, you, on another hand sorry oh, go ahead. i'll add to that no, yeah. um when you see people like that um it's interesting but have you ever had uh, the scenario where their employees are afraid to talk to the boss? You know, right. and so there's some information that they need that would be helpful to give over, but they're afraid. How do I approach? What do I do? And to understand that if you're not approachable, if you're not responding in a way, you're being an asshole. You're not respecting. Right. 
you got to be able to be open to say the, mo- the, the goal is, is that we achieve success. Yep. And if you can come into an argument where we have this ultimate goal of success, we're, we're getting somewhere, then it doesn't matter how much we argue back and forth. Success is that we both achieve something. Right. Um, well, I think, um, I think the, the people that do not argue well don't argue from a place of respect. Right. Um, because even though I'm going to disagree with your ideas, doesn't mean I don't respect them. Right. I just have my own ideas. And it doesn't or, make you, know, you an asshole. Right. I think it makes you an asshole not communicating that. Right. Because then you're just wasting each other's time. Right. So when you, um, so your business is a, a lot of uh, photography and getting right. people in. So um, you talked about when they come in and they um, have a little anxiety. Right. So do you, when you go into a big meeting, do you have anxiety when you go to do something? Do you have, because um, I have anxiety, I mean, probably every podcast I go do, mm-hmm. just a, I, I think it's always, for me, it's an anxiety of unknown. If you're going to a place for the first time or you're doing, um, meeting someone for the first time. Right. Um, but so do you deal with that per yourself or do you, yes. and, and do you, how do you calm people down that have anxiety when you're, when you're about yeah. to do a shoot and can you relate to them yes yeah. I think that this gives me um, my personal struggles with anxiety and just what I go through gives me just some tools to be able to help my client with because it really just comes out of fear you know that comparison am I good enough where am I coming from right. you know that type of thing um, and really I mean sometimes I have a photo of clients and it's like I can totally tell where they're at. I mean, I can see everything as far as emotion goes. And I don't mean that to scare you, but also I use that in a way to how do I help you, you know, communicate your story in a better way visually. And I work through people and how that works. But as far as my own personal thing, I've struggled with anxiety my whole life. And actually last year I had like an anxiety breakthrough. Uh, In a positive way? Not in a positive breakdown, I should say. A breakdown, not a breakthrough. Okay. (laughs) I should, I need a breakthrough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I made some connections with people to work through that, but it's interesting. I've been hearing a lot about anxiety and unless you go through it, I don't think you understand it. I mean, it's normal to have a little bit of anxiety. It's normal to get nervous, but that real where you have lost control that over just, your uh, body. Yeah, where you can't move. And I and I uh, my wife deals with anxiety and I I don't know if it's um if it's um more women deal with anxiety than men or if women are just willing to talk about it more than men Probably. are. Because I because um and what I've learned is one thing, if someone's dealing with anxiety don't uh do not uh do not claim you understand because I think, and and I learned that through my wife, um, because I have I have dealing uh, mechanisms that I deal with it. Yeah. Oh, I deal with mine, but it's different than hers. Yeah. And it's different, um, and it's you know she has a huge issue with when we're driving down the road and there's a semi on one side and not to mention two sides when we're in Nebraska or somewhere, and so it's really she thinks we're just gonna die. Yeah. And um, so. I can't relate to that, um, mm-hmm. and then she probably can't relate to some of my different things. So, yeah. But it's but as long as you're respectful and uh, and talk about it. But um, yeah, you really can't. I don't think it's some something that someone can really help you with, unless I guess it's a psychologist or something. But right. it's also um, it's 
hard to understand what's going on inside your head. Right. And it's so easy to say, oh, just don't fear that. Or, right. oh, it's no big deal. It's yeah. interesting, but last summer was rough. And I had a, you know, my husband trying to help me through, and he's so supportive. But it was such a disconnect. Like, you, you, it's not like I'm sick. There's nothing wrong. I can't go take a Advil because I had a headache. Right. I can't take this away. And literally, it was like my body was going through spasms. Like, every... Yeah. Every part of me was just constantly freaking out. And I think it was just emotionally I had burnt out. Um, and I couldn't stop it. I couldn't change. It's, you know, sometimes I'm like talking to my daughter and she's going through something. I'm like, well, what did you think before that which caused this reaction, right? Right. And there was no such thing. I had no thoughts that was causing this reaction. It just came, it it just just, came over you. There's no control. I huh. cannot figure it out. Um, that so, had to have been uh, pretty scary. Yeah. Because I mean, you don't have control, right? It's like all of a sudden we're freaking out, over and your there's own no body. thoughts, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, that that has been something that I go through on a regular basis, which I guess I don't talk about much, but yeah, it's just right now the way I push forward is it's basically continuing step by step, no matter yeah. what, and also realizing there's tons of things I tell myself, but I'm not the only one. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, also being able to voice who I am and and like I say it's my life my business take control right because I think that's the only way I could take control over my life and that what I try to help my clients do is this is who you are it's your truth and even if it reaches one person or a thousand people if it's popular or not but either way right. it's you yeah and how do I make that work but yeah. so does so does self-talk help for you I mean, self-talk I, works. Uh, definitely need to give myself a break sure. and have downtime. Yeah. Although that's difficult to do. Less coffee. Yeah, especially. With, oh, really? Less coffee? <laughs> well, that I, I don't know if I can do that. I can't do that. Some days yeah. I can't. Well, I know. I notice. I feel. I feel better when I'm. Uh, when I'm. When I'm feeling better, I drink less coffee. Really? Uh, yeah. And I don't feel like i need it as much and i think sleep has a lot to do with it and i think yeah i think physical influences mental for sure because if i have a night where i don't sleep then i'm like all right my day is shot so i might as well eat like crap and oh i do drinks that and yeah and it's like and then i don't feel any better no you, you get to the end and i'm like yeah okay so i didn't get sleep so i gained five pounds that's great <laughs> so super for workout me workout will always make me feel better that's my remedy right now that is i've heard I, I've heard that from other people, successful people, and I, we listen to the same podcast in Ferris. And um, a lot of them, if you want to change your attitude, get up and do something right. and jump around, get your right. blood moving. And, and I have found that. But it's like, I don't want to say it's like anxiety, but it's like the same, the same solution for anxiety. When you're going through it, you don't want to do the things that make you feel better. Right. Because you're not, That's rough. you know, so when you're, when you're feeling down or you're depressed, and you know that if you'd get up and move around, that would um, help you feel better. You're like, yeah, but I don't want to get up. But how do you do that when you don't <laughs> feel do, it? Yeah, how I do you do that? I literally was so, yeah. working out. And I mean, I'm physically working out. And I know it's not doing anything for me because I cannot emotionally get into it. Because yeah. my anxiety just literally took over my body. Really? So where did you, um, where did you grow up? I grew up, well... Half of my childhood was in Baja, California, which is Mexico, not the actual California where the beach is, I wish. Yeah. Um, and then the other half is in Chihuahua, Mexico. Okay. So you grew up in Mexico. Yeah. So the Baja, I've always wanted to go to Did the Baja. Did you really? And, 
Yeah, I'm a big. Mo- I used to be a big motorcycle guy. There were so many motorcycle oh, races. I heard there. it was so awesome it to is. race the Baja. Yeah, and the Baja 500, the Baja thousand. Yes, and just um, yeah. I used to watch those actually. Did as you? A kid. Was it? Was it a? It's um, in the desert, nowhere. Yeah, I know it's in the middle <laughs> of the desert. Um, what was it like growing up there? Was it? Um, was it fun? Was Where it I hard? I started my first candy store. I mean. <laughs> Um, no, it was really fun, but I think childhood is fun. And a lot of right. times I hear from people and they're like, oh, my kids, I put them through hell. And it's like, they don't know. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Hey, you can give them a stick and a, and a, who know, a rock to play with and they're fine. Right. <laughs> That's how I was. <laughs> right. So you would be, would you be out all day playing in the desert? Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's kind of how it was. I mean, I had lots of brothers and sisters and we just were, you know, we didn't really know what, what was different. You right. Know? Yeah. Well, I definitely I, I, tumbleweeds rolling around, you know. <laughs> right. You didn't know. Well, I mean, you you say different like it's not um, like it like it's not um, good Normal, to grow up in a right. desert. Where if you're in Nebraska, you're saying, well, I didn't. You know, we grew up with the fields and no trees, or or wherever. We, I mean, some of us were blessed, not me, to grow up in uh, you know Hawaii or right. somewhere where you really had. A beautiful, um, a beautiful place to grow up. Right. And, but I don't. I really liked growing up in a, um, a crappy small town. I should say crappy. <laughs> I like how you say crappy. Yeah, I mean it was it was horrible. It was you know it was a typical small town, narrow minded. Um, I was a kid that always did things different. I was I was going down a hill with a board before snowboards, um, standing up on sleds because I just had this. I wanted to be a surfer oh, in fun. Poplar, Wisconsin. <laughs> but. But it really gave me appreciation for traveling. Yeah. So when I, when I go to the mountains, um, which I like to do as much as possible, and when I go to the ocean, you really have an appreciation for it. So I, I, don't, I don't think of it as a, um, as a bad thing. And, and like you growing up, I was in the woods yeah. playing um, Cowboys and Indians with my brother and go. stuff. You know? Yeah, so, me too. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, siblings were, I mean, yesterday was sibling day. Yeah. But, um, Happy so, sibling yeah. day, guys. <laughs> so that, I think siblings um, really help when you're in an area where you don't have, um, I didn't know what an arcade was until right. I was in my 20s. So, right. <laughs> so I didn't know any of that and yeah. I didn't miss it. So, we didn't know what an iPhone was. I right. Mean, <laughs> well, hold on a second. iPhones weren't around. When I no, grew. they weren't. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, um, you know. I just remember the first pot iPod. I mean, that's Well, it. I, I come from a different era where the rich kids had Atari. So, okay. um, yeah, so it was a little bit different. So, but, um, so did you, what do you take, did you have a takeaway from your childhood that you feel good about that um, growing up in um, Baja yeah. and um, other than, did you ever motorcycle? No, I had horses. Oh, that had to be cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. We lived right by the beach, so that was good. I mean, it was like rocky, salty, and we go grunion hunting, if you ever heard of grunions. No, tell me. <laughs> really? Tell you about yeah, grunions? Yeah, tell me about grunions. Okay, they only come out at midnight. Really? Yes. At midnight? At midnight, or around that time, I don't yeah. know. And basically, the waves throw these little tiny fish onto the uh, sea. So basically, we're just walking around with buckets and throwing them into our buckets. So they, they throw them up on, onto the rocks? Yeah. And you're grabbing them? and mm-hmm. uh, Grunions. Wow. How do they taste? I have no idea. I never ate them. <laughs> What'd you do with them? <laughs> I let the other people eat them. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure I did, but I don't remember. You don't we made, remember? like, fish tacos or something. Do you have any... Do you, do you go back there? Do you know, I haven't been back there for a long time. Um, yeah. I don't know. So you have um, how many children? 
I have four kids. Four kids. And do you want to take them back to... Um, you know, I've thought say, about hey, that. this is where mom I grew really up. I really have. My daughter was telling me one time, she's, she was telling a... She's 13. I'm going to high school next year. I'm shocked. Um, she was telling a friend about, like, oh, my mom, where she was from. And she's like, yeah, they used to be in, like, little teepees. I'm like, that's totally <laughs> not the case, babe. <laughs> That's not how we grew up. So once she talks like that, I'm like, you know, I have this feeling like I really want her to know what it sure. was like. But on the other hand, there was so much, so many rough things that went on around there that I, I don't know. You don't know if you want to bring a, it, right. that, that's sad when you don't want to bring a child back to your, to where child. you grew, where yeah. you grew up as a child. So I feel like it's unsafe. I don't like the way, as far as like beliefs in the things that I were raised in. Sure. I, I would like her to understand me more and our history more. Sure. But on the other hand, I don't want her to have any of the manipulation or lies type of thing, right. you know, or just like small-minded like you were mentioning. Yeah, right. You know, so there's, yeah, there's that. Oh. <laughs> well, well, there's that in a yeah, nice little bundle. <laughs> All right. So when did you move to Minnesota? So I moved to Minnesota when I was 15. Okay. 2000 and... Well, I don't want to... Let's not figure out your age. Okay. I don't want to do that. Never mind. Yeah, um, never mind, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, if your business is 100% successful, what does that look like to you? What is that? What is it's that? It's helping people make money, thrive, and owning their authenticity. I like that. I seen on your website, and I like. I just learned this the other day. I'm horrible at sales. Um, <laughs> it's probably why we're not in this bar. Um, but um, I just don't. I'm afraid to ask for the sale. And um, someone had told me, when you're selling something, put the highest price item first, and then every time you go down in price, they're losing something from that. And oh, I, I saw it on your website because I, your website was set up like that. Yeah. For your memberships, and so I read the first membership, and then I read the second. And every time I went down in price, I was losing something, which is so, um, I don't know if you designed it that way, but to me, it, it clicked. Like, I read the first one, and I saw the price. I'm like, that's reasonable. Then I read the second one, I go, well, that's less, but I'm missing these things. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of a, did you do that by design, or is it just, um, um, did you just happen to do it the way I heard a couple of days ago? Oh, well, I had no idea what you heard, but ah. I, I did that on purpose. Did you? But I'm not quite sure why. Okay, because I do. Because typically they they start out with the they lure you in with the lowest price, and then they oh, and then they go. Do they up. really? Yeah, that's the way I usually see. I'm see not things. really like. Well, I think that's, you know, I think that's pretty awesome though. Um, I wanted to put my best foot forward. Like this is what I would like to do for you. Yeah. See, I come from such a drive. Like I really care about helping people succeed and I, I know that sounds really weird and nobody like you know when you hit the right. business industry nobody cares they just want to care about their paycheck which I yep. get it you have yep. to pay your bills but which makes me be in rough situations where I work for free sometimes but <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that um, but I know th the thing that I've struggled with my business is I know what my client needs right? but they don't know what they need right? you know and so I'm trying to communicate in a way of that it fits. It clicks in your mind of what you need. Yep. So my package, like my big one out there, that one is, it'll get you success. And then we'll grow from there. Yep. But sure. that's kind of my best foot forward. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. So if you were to give advice to another woman um, starting out in business, what advice would you give them? 
I would tell her to focus on her strength and screw everybody else. Don't listen to them. I like it. I mean, don't physically <laughs> screw them. No, don't screw everyone else, but just don't let anyone don't, else's opinion yeah. affect you. Don't as, let so those much. ask and, yourself the questions. Don't ask other people because what is success for you? Where are you going? It's not right. the same direction as everyone else is going. And this is the biggest thing I see people thinking, uh, doing. And also on top of that, oh, I should. I should do this. I should do that. And I should look like this. And I should make that happen. That's going to cause problems. Right. You just need to focus on what do you care about? What do you create? Why are you creating it? Why do you care about it? And let's drive that. Right. You're going to grow from there. Yeah. Too many people put too much into other people's opinions. Oh, um, oh and it fell over. Well, Sorry are you? That. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, well, we're done. Did you have a good time? Um, yeah, I did is have a good time. You wanna, um, is there anything you want to say or promote? Promote. Uh, yes, I'm doing a grand opening. I don't know if this will be out on time. <laughs> well, when's your grand opening? It's the 26th of April. 26th of April. I'll I'll see if I can make a point to get this out before then. Are you sure? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I just that wrote works. down. A, I just wrote down a box and I checked it, <laughs> and I don't really know what that means. But well, hey, I love I, his freaking <laughs> notes. They're awesome. Yeah, this is well. I just make little drawings. I mean, I never got to Tony Z. I wrote down and a lot of stuff. Tony so. Z. Yeah. That. Well, I'll tell you one thing before sure. we end. Tony Z, one, I was uh, running a, um, a company for someone else, and he came in, and he was really having a hard time at his job, really not being treated well. And I said, well, I said, well, how do you deal with it? And he told me something that stayed with me for a long time. He said, they can do a lot of things to me in this job, but they can't kill me. Yeah, there you I'm go. still alive. Right. So sometimes you, if you get to so low that you, the only thing you can embrace is that you're alive, I'm right. living, and no one can take that away from me. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of my like bottom line. I don't know where I was going to bring that up, but um, obviously I didn't until just now. So, hey, I'm I good. I like that. Well, yeah. I think that's a good point for people to remember as they're like going through their business. Like, right. And, you're and alive. It's, just, it's, it's just, just business. Right. You know, we can always... If we have to, we can always go get a job. I can't because I have no education or skills, but whatever. Yeah. So, well, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, thank you for having me. I appreciate that it. That was fun. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks to Lucy for the great conversation. Check her out at mysocialdrive.com. Be sure to click on all her social media links. A big thanks to Whitey's in Northeast for the great food and drinks. Huge thanks to you for listening. If you want to help this podcast out, give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to tell your friends if you like the show. If you don't like it, keep it to yourself. Talk to you next time.